live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Or sound off on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run! It's a home run! A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Toby and TJ back with you. It's hour two on a Tuesday, May 31st. Hope you had a great long weekend. Hope you had a great holiday yesterday. Back at it today, and it's a big week. It's a big day. It is a match play quarterfinal and semifinal day for the men's golf championships out at Greyhawk in Scottsdale, and it gets going in the next hour, well, in an hour and 20 minutes. OU is the two seed. They are taking on Arizona State today, the seven seed. It's pretty amazing. The top eight ranked teams in the country made it to the quarterfinals. Uh, (laughs) That's astonishing. Uh, OU finished second in stroke play. Had a tough day yesterday. They were cruising. They were in first place. The wind picked up yesterday and Everybody struggled, except for Texas, really. And uh, OU ended up slipping to second. Uh, Chris Goderup had a, had a great chance at the individual national championship and uh, missed some short putts there uh, down the stretch and ended up um, just out of a four-way playoff. He missed a putt on 18 that would have made it a five-way playoff. But back to the match play. So... Quarterfinals today start at 8.20 this morning Central Time. Uh, The lineup is set for OU. It'll be Welch going out first. Patrick Welch against Anderson for Arizona State. Drew Goodman will go second for OU against Ballister for Arizona State. Chris Goderup will go out third for Oklahoma. He'll take on Preston Summerhays, who is kind of Arizona State's star. Logan McAllister goes fourth against Puig. And Stephen Campbell will go fifth against uh, Cameron Sisk for the Sun Devils. So that starts at 8.20 this morning. Match play, first team to win three points advances to the semifinals. The other quarterfinal matchups have uh, North Carolina against Pepperdine. Pepperdine, the defending national champions. Uh, Vanderbilt, who is the one seed against Texas Tech. And maybe the marquee quarterfinal matchup, Texas and OSU in a 4-5 matchup. How about that? OU and OU is on the other side of the bracket than OSU and Texas. So if they were to meet, 
one of their rivals, it wouldn't be until the national championship match. That's kind of cool. So uh, quarterfinal winners this morning will turn around, eat a sandwich, and get back out there this afternoon and play semifinals this afternoon. And then the two teams left standing at end of day will play for the national championship uh, tomorrow. Big day, long day, hot day coming up out in Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay, brackets are set. Let's start with softball. Women's College World Series starts Thursday at Hall of Fame Stadium. First game is UCLA and Texas. That'll be at 11 a.m. Thursday. OU plays at 1.30 against Northwestern. Night session, Florida against Oregon State at 6. And the final game of the day, OSU and Arizona at 8.30. So the Sooners get the Northwestern Wildcats 1.30 on Thursday. Anything else I need to add here about softball, TJ? No, I'm, I still, was la- not a- I'm still laughing over you saying it's going to be hot in Arizona. So it's just something happened with the bagger at Crest yesterday that just made me. Something happened what? <laughs> when you said that about it being hot in Arizona. So yesterday, the kid's bagging my groceries at the grocery store. Yeah. And he looks at me and he says, you excited about this cooler weather coming in this week with the rain? I said, no, I'm ready for it to be hot. He goes, oh, you're one of those people. I said, yeah, I like the summer. I like it hot. He goes, I suppose you want to live in Arizona. (laughs) And I said, no. He goes, well, let me tell you how much I hate Arizona. And he goes on this rant about how hot it is in Arizona and how he hates Arizona and has got a friend there that he won't go visit. And he's going on and on. And so you said that about it's going to be hot when today's got to Arizona. (laughs) It made me think of that kid yesterday at Crest. I suppose you want to live in Arizona. (laughs) So you like the hot weather, huh? You're one of those people. (laughs) He was so angry at me for liking hot weather. (laughs) Anyway, so nothing Uh, to add on softball, no. You have reminded me of a similar albeit different situation yesterday at a Williams grocery store for me. <laughs> I go I walk in yesterday morning to get some uh, Memorial Day food supplies, right? And uh, I as I walk through the sliding doors, uh there's a gentleman with a Williams shirt on. He's a he's a worker there. And he greets me at the door. Not like a greeter, he just happens to be there. And he looks at me, and I got a shirt on that says Hurley you know the, uh, oh, the surfing the line? Surf, yeah. yeah, the swimwear and surfing brand, yeah, yeah. I guess I got it on – I was talking about this with my wife after this incident, trying to remember where I got the shirt. I assume it was on a vacation in California. Like we hit those surf shops and tried to pick up a souvenir. So I don't remember where I got the shirt. Right. She says I got it at Walmart, which is definitely <laughs> not the case. I don't think I've ever bought a shirt at Walmart. You got that life. shirt at Walmart. Anyway, I walk in. I have a shirt on that says Hurley across the front. So I got, like, waves on it. And Anyway, the shirt. And the guy goes, Hurley? Who's Hurley? <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, I think it's just like a surfwear brand. It's just a, it's just a shirt. It's just a brand name. And he goes, ah, I know some Hurleys. I wonder if they're related. And that was it. That was the end of the conversation. But it made me LOL right there in the Williams grocery store. 
wonder if they're related. Hurley? Who's Hurley? <laughs> Who says that about somebody's shirt? <laughs> Nike? Who's Bill? Nike? It's Bill Hurley. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is my name. I uh, My name's Hurley, and I just wear it around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're distracting me. I'm going over brackets. Sorry, go ahead. Did yes. you have anything else to say about the softball bracket? No, you are correct. They played Northwestern on Thursday, correct. All that. At 1.30. Right. Yes, 1.30. Oh, yeah, Central time. Okay. Baseball bracket is out. OU is not hosting. Uh, we can talk more about that if you'd like. But they have been sent to Gainesville, Florida. I've never been to Gainesville. We have played Florida in football. We've played them in basketball. But always here or at neutral sites, never in Gainesville. So, oh, huh. I thought that – I was thinking that you had been there for basketball. Mm-mm. So, We played them here a couple of times, but never there. Right. Huh. Uh, and next year we're playing them in, uh, in that – Air Jordan, you know, invitational thing in Charlotte, I believe it yes. is. But, uh, no, this will be my first trip. Hopefully I can uh, at least see the swamp, if not look around it while I'm there. I would love to – remember that facilities tour we did when we went to Auburn? Mm-hmm. I would love to see if I could get something like that set up that somebody could just kind of show us around all the the campus and I could report back to you and send out a um, a tweet that would go viral of their – what was the thing at Auburn, the – the thing where they no oh, that scan their body scan your, did yeah your uniforms <laughs> that thing I looked at it the other day it's got like billions of retweets on it um so yeah we we're going to Gainesville team will leave Wednesday afternoon so I'll do Thursday and Friday's shows from Gainesville and um I don't know what you think about their draw they got Florida the one seed OU the two Liberty the three. Uh, and who's the four? Central, uh, Sorry, Central Michigan, Michigan, the Chippewas. Sooners will play at noon on Friday against the Liberty Flames. I don't mind the draw, but boy, on Twitter yesterday, it blew up how good Liberty is. They're good. Like, there were a lot of people saying uh, that was a tough draw for Oklahoma. So, Well... But I obviously have not seen Liberty play a single game this year or know anything about them. Uh, they're good. Um, they were uh, – but, I mean, it's – you know, it, it, they're all good. I mean, this is the NCAA well, point, tournament. Yes. So, right. like, if you're looking at other two seeds and who they drew out there, uh, where's Texas Tech? Texas Tech is a three, it's aren't a three. they? They're, they're three. They got yeah. Notre Dame. Uh, TCU is a two – they get Louisiana. I mean, they're all good, you know. Arizona plays Ole Miss in a two-three game. Um, UCLA and Florida State play in a two-three game. So, Liberty was one of the last four at-larges in the field. They did not win their conference tournament, uh, so that tells you a little about them. I'll tell you the thing that that gives me a little bit of worry. Not a lot, but a little bit is I was looking at them last night trying to figure out, you know, what they're good at, what they're perhaps struggle at. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Tip. Uh, apparently, I have a tour arranged. for. Uh, <laughs> that was quick. I was going to ask for it, and you <laughs> shall receive it. Thank you, Tip. You're the man. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, Liberty. I think their ace, who I assume we will see in game one, is a lefty. And... Uh, you know, Oklahoma has been significantly better against right-handed pitching since the addition of Spikerman and the return of Squires and everything. So might have to, and and everybody they faced in 
Arlington was right-handed starters. They haven't faced a lefty starter in quite some time. So that is slightly worrisome. Uh, It will be interesting to see if they alter the lineup or just say, hey, this lineup's hot. We're sticking with it. I don't care if you're a lefty or not. Spikerman's batting the lead off, you know, whatever. I would imagine they'd at least hit a different DH than Squires, either Horton or McGuire at DH. But do you leave Janik in there or do you put Diego? Do you leave Spikerman in there or do you, you know, go with a right-handed outfielder? So having a lefty starter for Liberty, which I think is probably what they're going to do, is a little – I wish it wasn't the case. That's all. I wish it was a right-hander because we've been playing so well against righties. But still, they got to hit Jake Bennett. So it'll be good. Uh, One positive is Central Michigan's got a legit ace, like a really, really good ace. And I think that will force Florida – to throw their number one, which is good. That's good. You always worry about if you're a two seed that the one can do what OU did in the Big 12 tournament, which is, you know, throw somebody down the line and save your ace for game two. I don't think Florida's going to be able to do that. I think they're going to have to go all out to beat this Central Michigan guy because he's really good in game one. But it's a good field. I mean, that's a good quartet of teams. Florida's hot. That's why they're hosting. I don't know why they're hosting instead of Oklahoma. They didn't win the SEC tournament, but they got hot late in the season like OU did. Liberty has had a really good year, and they've got some impressive wins on their resume, including over Florida. And uh, Central Michigan's a conference champion that uh, has a really good offense. I think they're, they're going to struggle when they get to uh, you know games two and three and on down the line. The Chippewas, I think they'll run out of pitching, uh, but they're, they got a ace and – they can really go offensively. So, Noon on Friday will be game one between the Sooners and the Flames. Got it. 12.30. Of Liberty. Don't screw it up again, please. <laughs> I'll try not to. Did you watch the selection show yesterday? I was traveling. No, I did not see the show itself. I saw the highlights and the celebrations and stuff on, on the videos, but I did not see it live. It was... Uh, uh, always, uh, I, I enjoy that. It's kind of a Memorial Day tradition. We all sit on the couch together and watch the selection show. Well, that's sweet. We haven't been in it in a long time. I was gonna say you haven't had a chance to uh, wonder where you were in it for a while. Uh, you knew, you knew they were in it this year, which was a good feeling. It was just a matter of, and there was a couple of places I was really not wanting them to send us. Obviously Tennessee. I didn't think they would send Oklahoma to Tennessee with as hot as they closed, but. The NCAA selection committee had done some stupid things in recent history. Like within the last 16 hours. Within the last day, yeah. I didn't want to go to College Station, even though that would be the closest. Um, I don't know. I just, Texas A&M, I've been down there before. A&M has been playing good ball. That's a crazy atmosphere. I don't know what Florida's like. I feel like A&M is a little crazier than Florida is. I didn't want to go to A and M, and I didn't. I thought they would send TCU there. I mean, if you got any sense of humor, you got to send TCU to Texas A and M, and they did. So that'll be fun. Schlossnagel against. Congrats to the regular season champs and the tournament champs having to head on the road. So. Here's the thing, though: like uh, TCU's head coach Sarlos can't coach the first game because he got ejected oh, in right. Arlington. Got, got tossed, yeah. 
He got ejected. It's not just that you got ejected. If, if you're a head coach and you get ejected, it's not a suspension. But he didn't leave the field in a timely manner. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I think what he did was, I think he came back into the dugout. I think he went Bobby Valentine. He went uh, fake mustache and glasses. Yeah, I don't know if he put on the disguise, but I've had several people tell me that after the ejection, he came back into the dugout later in the game, maybe in street clothes or something. So he might have got busted for that. Anyway, he got a two-game suspension. He served one of them in Arlington. He'll have to miss their first game against Louisiana. And then OSU is hosting. Cowboys are hosting. I enjoyed the Twitter back-and-forth argument between Kendall Rogers and Chief on Twitter last night. They were yelling at each other about something. OSU gets Missouri State. Their first game will be at 6 o'clock on Friday night. Arkansas also in Stillwater, along with Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon's good, man. Grand Canyon swept Texas Tech in a two-game series in the midweek out in uh, Phoenix. So OSU, Missouri State, Arkansas, and Grand Canyon, the quartet up at Obrate Stadium in uh, Stillwater. That place is going to be hopping with all of the Arkansas fans that come over from Fayetteville for that series. That'll be fun. All right, quick break. We'll talk more coming up back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. T-Row in the Morning Show. Toby and TJ back with you this hour. Brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Home of the $8.99 listing fee, Terry and Jackie Saxon will list your home for $8.99. No hidden fees, same service you get from any other realtor, just putting that money back in your pocket. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Very exciting moment of that game the other day. Yeah, how about that? Little eight-run frame. Felt pretty comfortable. Eight guys came to the that. plate, all eight scored. Mm-hmm. That was uh, That's how you want all innings to go. That would be ideal. <laughs> so, sometimes in 11U baseball, that's how it goes. Yeah, We're that's... limited to seven. That's sometimes how it goes. Um, let's see. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Tough call on missing out on hosting a regional, but seems like they kind of got a tough draw on top of that. Um, yeah. But like I said, it's not like there's an easy one, you know? I mean, it's the NCAA tournament. So you got to beat good teams. I don't look around and say, well, that's an easy bracket. I mean, you know, I don't – maybe there are some that are easier than others. I I know there's been a – I think it's a tough draw for Florida. That's what I think. Like, whoever gets Oklahoma, yikes. You're getting a red-hot baseball team. But as far as Oklahoma goes, Florida's good. They're really good. But it's the 13 seed. It's not the two. They're gettable. And Liberty and Central Michigan are really good teams. But they're beatable. I mean, this is a winnable region. I'm not saying I'm not guaranteeing they're going to win it. But it's a winnable region. And then, TJ, to get to the College World Series, they would have to play, you know, potentially Virginia Tech. A place they've been before, been many years, but place they've been before. Virginia Tech's having a great year. They're the number four national seed. 
But it's not Tennessee, you know? So it's doable. OU getting to Omaha is is doable. They have not been presented with I here's what I worried about yesterday. I worried about them putting them at as the two seed at the sixteen seed because they would be viewed the best two, and so they would give them the sixteen. That would mean they'd have to get through Tennessee then to get to the College World Series. So they didn't do that. I mean, it's hard. It's a tough bracket, but I don't think it's insurmountable at all. The way OU's playing right now, the way they pitched, it's doable. Tommy wants to know, is it true OU didn't put a bid into host? No, it's not true. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it seems we got screwed by the selection in baseball the same way it seems like the... Huh. I'm going to finish that. Basketball team got screwed. No. Yes, I agree oh. with that uh, text. <laughs> Left us hanging there. I think Porter Moser's team got uh, the short end of the draw this year, and, and baseball did not get a friendly uh, swing at it either. So I don't know what to tell you. Uh oh. Are you to the Are you the last two people on Twitter? And uh, this person's girlfriend found your discussion on Twitter very racist yesterday. Okay. So, the baseball player in Texas, his nickname that he embraces, okay, that everybody calls him and he calls himself, is the Hispanic Titanic. Yes. Okay. So, that's what we're talking about right there. Yes. And I'm telling you, I think that's a bad nickname. I don't see anything uh, wrong with having that discussion right there. Apologies. If I offended anyone, I apologize. I knew that that was going to happen as soon as you throw that out there. But that's what Texas calls him. That's what he calls himself. It is the nickname he's given himself. Or somebody has given him. And he embraces it. Is he asking if we're the last two left as if everyone's left Twitter? Or are we the last two to get on to Twitter? Because we've both been on Twitter for quite some time. Years. Yeah, I don't know what the person's asking. It's Twitter. Who cares? <laughs> Who's on Twitter anymore? The kids aren't on that anymore. Yeah, I've started a, a, a apostrophe war, by the way, on Twitter this morning. <laughs> uh, not only... Hey, I bet you would be proud of me. I blocked a guy on Twitter this weekend. Really? I don't think I've ever blocked someone on Twitter. It's fun. Maybe I have. It's been years and years if I have. I, I don't remember ever blocking anyone on Twitter. I've blocked people on our text line. Really? Yeah, I have that ability now. It's like, yep, block. I do not. If you disagree with something I have to say or you're an OSU fan or Texas fan, whatever, I don't care. You, if I throw out something and you argue with it, tweet me, that's not, I'm not going to block you. That's what Twitter's for, voice opinion. I probably don't even look at it most of the time. But somebody out there this weekend, I don't remember who he was, every tweet I sent, he tweeted back, Something like, oh, you sucks, bad RPI. <laughs> That's all he said. Every tweet. I, it could be a picture of the stadium, like, uh, here's my uh, office for tonight, you know. Oh, you sucks, bad RPI. Everything I sent. And <laughs> right. I finally said, you're annoying me, and I blocked him. Like, it was not like he wasn't debating with me about whatever, or he was saying, you know, it was just, oh, you sucks, bad RPI. Okay, dude. 
<laughs> now he's high fiving his friends at the donut shop this morning. Hey, got got blocked by Roland. I got blocked. Uh, last one here. This segment says not only did OU baseball not get to host a regional after an undefeated week in the tournament, they got kicked in the groin by being shipped as far away from their own stadium so very few of their fans can follow them. And the team they beat soundly gets to still host. Who does that team that went above and beyond what they should have done to host it makes no sense? Jim and Arlington. Yeah, um, I mean, if they're not going to host, and that's a that's an argument, I think OU deserved to host for sure. For sure. They had definitely the resume to host. It, it is disappointing and surprising that Oklahoma was not selected as a host. We talked about that in the first hour. The process by which they announce um, the 16 regional host sites is archaic and ridiculous. The fact that it happened in the middle of a game is stupid, a game that mattered. But if they weren't going to host, there was really only one drivable location for Sooner fans, and that was College Station, Texas. Um, the others that would have been, you know, clo- closest would be Louisville, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Auburn, Alabama. Uh, that's it, really, right? Am I missing? Yeah, one? you weren't going to have an easy travel. No, unless you went to College Station. There wasn't an Man, Arkansas. That's not even like real easy for a lot of people. No, no, that's six hours away. Yeah. There wasn't an Arkansas or something like that. So they were all going to be plane rides. For the not only the team but parents and fans, except for perhaps College Station. So um, I don't know that Florida is any different than you know anywhere else they they could have sent them necessarily. All right, we'll take a quick break. Uh, I want to play some post game baseball coming up for you on the field. Big Twelve Championship celebration from Sunday night. My days are running together. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. I've been here uh, an hour and a half and you haven't asked me why I'm here yet today. I meant to earlier and then we just got sidetracked, so whenever I asked you. Why are you here today? Thanks for asking. Why are you in my face today? I am in studio today. Uh, We are taping this morning a... Uh, Diamond Sports postseason special, uh, women's college World Series preview slash NCAA baseball tournament preview. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm down here going to tape some stuff with. Uh, well, I figured it was something with Skip OU Johnson that you were having to do, but ask me uh, when and where it's going to be on. <laughs> when and where will this special be on, Toby? I have no idea. Valleys will let us know. I very much look forward to the ESPN Plus days when I can answer that question with confidence. As of now, I have no idea when and where you can see (laughs) the special we are recording today. (laughs) It's going to be good, though. If you could find it, it's going to be really good. Which one you got queued up there? Uh, I could have any of them, but Skip's up there on the front. Here you go. Sooners beat Texas to win the Big 12 championship Sunday night. Blake Brewster with Skip Johnson after the game. 
the most popular man in the building. Skip, take me through the emotions. This team is, is hot right now. They're playing really good baseball, but most of all, the starting pitch and make you look like a man among boys. Well, I mean, it's just trying to take it one pitch at a time. I thought Cage started out just like he did last week and kind of settled in a little faster, which he's going to be able to do that from learning experiences, which was great to see. Just taking it one pitch at a time and trying to win pitches. That's all we're trying to do as a team, and it's been really good. I know we still got a lot of work to do, but tell me what this win means for the program. Oh, it's huge. I mean, it just tells you what our culture's about. It's about getting better every day, and we got better as a week, week to week as we went through the year, and I'm really proud of the young men for uh, buying in. Kind of knew it was going to happen from my perspective. This is something we worked on a lot. A lot. Uh, just happy to see it finally come to fruition. I couldn't be more proud of this team and you, Coach. Yeah, I appreciate that, uh, Rooster. You know, you're, you started it, and, and hopefully it keeps going on. Amen, brother. Have a good one. Thank you. Uh, cue up Trevin Michael. Let's play that one next. I um, Actually, actually, can I change my mind? Let's go Kate Horton next, if you got that. Um. You know, tell me if you agree with this. Of everything that happened in Arlington this week for OU, good. I think the most encouraging thing, both for the potential of a postseason run and for the future, was Cade Horton's performance on Sunday. Yeah, it was big time. Massive performance. Especially when you uh, you give up the home run early. You could have really let it get in your head, and then it just he was lights out. Against a great hitting team. A good hitting team, yes. He gave up one run and two hits. A career-high nine strikeouts. I mean, you had seen, you know, glimpses, TJ, uh, of... But he had also just come off a start where he got hit really hard by Tech. And that he was in control and dominant. And that he looked... You know what he looked? He looked like Cavalli, didn't he? <laughs> He looks like Cavalli to me when he pitches, man. Ninety, he's, I think his first pitch of the night was ninety-seven or ninety-eight. There was so much he was probably dealing with, working through throughout the season. Sure, the expectations he came in with, then getting the injury, then having to overcome the injury, then where do I fit with this team? Yeah. You know, these guys were gelling last year while I was sitting and watching. Do I trust the, that my arms not going to blow out again? Do I trust my arm? So. So hopefully all of that has built for him, and we're we're getting to the point where, you know, he could probably going to be your Friday night guy next year. So yeah. and that's where he's building towards, and that's what you hope that you're seeing at this point. And I I I think I speak for all Sooner baseball fans. Feel so much better about this team, and the possibilities of them winning a regional, or a super, or going to Omaha, with after having seen Cade on Sunday. You know, you felt good about Jake. You felt great about Jake. You felt pretty good about David. And then Cade, you were like, eh, it's been some good, been some bad. At least we got the bullpen to back him up. Oh, that was tremendous. Not that he's going to do that every time out, but you know it's in there now. So here's Cade with Blake on the field after the game. Okay, Cade, hold on. Hey, man. How's it feel? It honestly feels surreal. Um, I'm so proud of this team and what we've accomplished, uh, but we still got more. Work's not done, is it? No, it's not. You know, we're uh, we got to get we get back and get to work and uh, go after them next week. Man, heck of a start. Nice job. You you, you couldn't have done any better today. Got one. So proud of you, man. I, I'm, I'm getting emotional. This is awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't have done it without all my teammates and. 
and um, then playing defense behind me. It, it was a fun, fun uh, run here in Dallas. And uh, hopefully we'll we'll get a good seed and and go from there. Absolutely, thanks, brother. I'm trying to think of who he sounds like. A little bit of Andrew Shepard in there uh, when he talks. <laughs> Just the tenor timber in his voice, you know, a little bit. Tremendous. Uh, now let's do Trevin Michael, and that'll be the last one we play here. Trevin Michael pitched in all four games. He finished off all four games. He made Texas Tech very angry. On uh, whatever day that was, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. We talked about that on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Came back, got the save against K-State on Saturday and finished off Texas on Sunday. And Blake caught up with him after the win. I got Trevin Michael. He's wanting to where we got to look up to look up to Toby. See, okay. he's waving yeah, his yeah. hands. That's him. Trevin, you were pitching all four of these games. Talk me through how – your your mindset all week, uh, this team, just give me the whole rundown. Well, uh, the coaching staff has done a great job just preparing everybody for this. And, and you know, we played, uh, it was kind of funny because I think a week ago or maybe two weeks ago, we played Wichita State on a Monday after coming off a three-game series and we, and we didn't perform. And, and we knew that we were going to have to play four games in a row, you know, maybe or four games in five days coming into this thing. And uh, that was really just to prepare us. And uh, I think the coaching staff is second to none. I mean, obviously, you know, we win here. So... It's uh, they just do such a great job preparing us, and uh, you know, Skip Skip talks to me about like the mindset going into it, and uh, you know, like that right there. That's that's probably the hardest time to pitch whenever you're up nine runs and come in and and really be competitive and be at your best, you know, and not uh, just kind of go through the motions. But they've done such a great job preparing everybody in that bullpen and everybody in the dugout, just from coaches to the training staff. Everybody's just been awesome and 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 really just prepared everybody for this moment. Man, your your mentality. Singularly, I love it. I can't. I love. I can't wait for you to get on the mound. You're tossing balls at the at the other guys' dugouts. Like, what does that give you? Does that give you an edge? Well, you know, sometimes I get a little too far, uh, a little too far gone in the mindset, and I, I I try to create scenarios in my head that uh, you know get me to that mindset instead of just you know going out there and going through the motions. That's the hardest part. And uh, you know, the, the Texas Tech thing. I, I I as soon as I did it, I wish I didn't. And there was there was no reason for that. And uh, you know, those guys are a great ball club and. To show them up like that was a mistake, and I didn't I didn't mean any disrespect by that. But uh, sometimes I, I do things that are a little too far out there just to get myself psyched up to, to pitch and be at my best. So, you know, that was that was just one of those moments. Hey, man, no apologies needed for me. I'm, I'm telling you, I love it. I love the fire. How about this team? Are we hot? I mean, we're hot, baby. We're the Sooner Slappies, and we're hot. <laughs> Sooner Slappies. You heard it here first, Toby. <laughs> Thank you, Blake. Thank you, Trevin. Hey, brother. Um. Uh, it was a there was so much he said there that he apologized for the tech thing. I went too far. I like the fact that he's, he's like sometimes I create scenarios in my head right to get me in the right. Which I've heard athletes do that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you you well, you come up with a reason to be mad at these guys. Well, Michael Jordan would be offended about everything, and yeah. that, especially in that documentary, be like, oh yeah, I got didn't talk to me at dinner last yeah. night. Yeah, <laughs> and then when he when he gets out there, you know he. So the whole tech thing's happy, Pollitt. But after the Texas win, he immediately goes horns down. Horns down. Does the cross the chest with the Sooners, then horns down. <laughs> <laughs> and what was funny was, oh, I, I don't know. I threw the ball back at him. I didn't mean any disrespect. Yeah, that that's disrespectful. You knew what you were doing. Sometimes you can say things in the course of a conversation, and it comes out wrong, and you're like, I'm sorry, I didn't. No disrespect yeah, yeah, intended there. Yeah. 
throwing the ball towards the dugout and chirping and barking, you're you're, you're letting them know, hey, we just beat you. <laughs> it's disrespectful. But I don't want I don't want our guys to be disrespectful. But don't you like it that when that bullpen door opens and Trevin Michael comes out, you know there's some attitude about the injury? Oh, absolutely, yes. And he gives up runs. Yes. He gives up home runs. He gives up hits. But he gets the job done. He's a little bit like the nasty boys with the Reds back in the day. They would talk and Rob chirp. Dibble. He's, and cause he's Rob Dibble. They would get hit sometimes, yeah. but they would still come at you. Yeah. No, so you're right. who he is a little bit. I, I love him. And that's another thing that's kind of come together for this team is they figured all that out, right? You know, I was saying on Sunday, if when the season started, you had said, OU and Texas are going to play for the Big 12 Tournament Championship. It'll be the fourth game for OU and the fifth game for Texas. And Aaron Nixon won't have been in a game for Texas and Jarrett Godman won't have been in a game for OU. You would have thought, well, what happened? Are they hurt? They got hurt, yeah. They're injured. That was the unquestioned closer for Texas and the unquestioned closer for Oklahoma when the year started. And it sometimes it takes – not sometimes. It always takes a season to figure things out. That's why you can't get – did you find the speech we gave a month and a half ago on here, TJ? After whatever happened that got everybody all riled up? Sometimes you can't get all riled up in week two or week four or midway through a season. It takes a while to figure out who goes where or for John Spikerman to get healthy or for Trevin Michael to assume the closer's role or for Tanner Treadaway started the season terribly. Now he's just raking, man. So they have figured out who goes where. Who's the setup guy? Who's the closer? Who bats where in the lineup? And they got a great chemistry going right now. Now, they may go to Gainesville and go 0-2, but at least they go into the NCAA tournament with a lot of momentum and some confidence. And they got a shot. They got a shot. We'll be back. Wake up with Toby Rowland, the T-Row in the morning show. Weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Oh, my God! Toby! Toby's getting held back by security! T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show this hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Check them out for the $8.99 listing fee, saving you thousands of dollars on the sale of your home. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. One of my favorite moments of the weekend, we were out riding the golf cart, listening to the post game, listening to those interviews, and uh, no disrespect uh, intended, I passed by a Texas fan talking to an OSU fan, hmm. and uh, as I'm driving by on the golf cart, I yell, hey, have you guys seen the score? Could you? Uh, can I get an update? What's the score? And uh, You're being ornery. The look the Texas fan gave me was not very polite. You were being on, race what you were doing. <laughs> not very polite. He had already come up to me earlier in the day like, guess it's on tonight. We'll see what happens. We're coming for you at five. I'm like, all right, well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> so just little see lake, if he knew the score or not. A little not. lake trash talk going we'll on out there, huh? if he knew the huh? score or not, yeah. I like it. A little 10-killer um, trash talk. <laughs> Uh, Air Comfort Solutions. You guys stand out on your porch with your uh, flags of the teams you support. I do have an OU flag that goes up sometimes. Charlie! 
You got an update on the game? <laughs> uh, the the OU flag was not up yesterday. It was the Amer. I uh, you know had the uh, flag of the United States of America up. What's the uh, that good for you? Uh, what's the you know that meme or whatever it is the gif or whatever it is where the squirrels like yelling at the. Uh, hey. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I can say. The rest of it is foul, but right. that's you and every neighbor out there at the lake. A couple of them, yes. What's your name? <laughs> what? Ezekiel! <laughs> you have an update on the game? What? The game! What game? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, good. Thank you, thank you, Steve. The Texas fan says he still loves me. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. Why were the UFC players acting like idiots and smiling when they were 209 points down? UCF. What did I say? UFC. UFC. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Why were those fighters acting that way? I don't know. I didn't watch the softball games. I was busy, but I assume they were thrilled to be in Norman. I don't know. Great place to be. Excited to be playing uh, the best team in the country. Yeah. 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 Uh, Gainesville, I've been there before. They don't call it the swamp for nothing. Hey, right, we've entered, uh, I mean, from now for the rest of the week, I'll be taking Gainesville food recommendations, people. <laughs> I asked uh, Noka last night. Dari reached out. The guy calling the game, he was asking if he could share the information, blah, blah, blah. So uh, I said, you've been there before. I need some food recs. And he goes, eh, I haven't really found anywhere good to eat in Gainesville. <laughs> that's not that's not good. No, there's got to be somewhere good to eat in Gainesville. Well, everybody has good local spots. I sure. don't care who you are or where you are. Yeah, so somebody out there who's been there before, I need some good wrecks. Hopefully we're going to be there for a few days. All right, break time. We'll hit more of your texts in the final hour coming up back after this.